Hello, Four Sub Podcast listeners. I'm Callum, joined with Tom today. Um, I'm a Nottingham Forest fan. Uh, he's obviously a West Ham fan, um, as you would have heard by now, especially from the England episode. Um, we're just doing a small podcast today, just talking about uh, our teams and how they're performing um, this season, really. Um, do you want to get us started, Bristow? I can get started on the mighty Irons. Yeah, you're not wrong. Um, we're doing all right this season so far, I think. Uh, Newcastle was a bit of a, a shit show. I don't think anyone can say any different. We can't blame it on pre-season, aka no pre-season, because Newcastle had the exact same thing. We just played absolute shite. And then we had one of the worst runnings that I, I could ever think of coming up. And, you know, all you think is, fuck me, we're not going to have any points after seven games and we could be... <laughs> hoping that we're not going to get relegated. Uh, but then, you know, we're, we ain't lost. We've lost twice uh, in those six games against the champions, Liverpool, who we should have drawn against, and against Arsenal, who, again, we should have drawn against. So, Who did you have in that? I remember speaking to you about it. Who was that run? Because So we I'm... had Arsenal, then Wolves, then Leicester, then Tottenham, then City, then Liverpool. That's some run, isn't it? Some run, but uh, we actually somehow got away with getting 11 points out of that. That's quite an impressive tally, realistically. 11 points yeah. out of from them games. Because you're looking at them teams now and who you played against, they're all doing relatively well this season, aren't they? Exactly. If, if, if Tottenham didn't draw against us, they would have been top of the league. So Yeah. You got a good result. You got played that, Fulham at the weekend, didn't you? Or two weeks ago. Yeah, played Fulham. And it's just typical football, really. We have that great run of form. And we go and play Fulham at home and then we struggle. We have to score in the 92nd minute and thank God that uh, some idiot tried to do a fucking Panenka against us. So Yeah, who scored? Suchak. Oh, don't get me started. He's been yes. some player for you, hasn't he? Yeah, he's probably been our best signing since Pyatt, I would say. Where did you sign him from? So, I want to say Sparta Moscow. Sparta Moscow. I want to say, yeah, I want to say that, but not even for that much. He was alone, then a permanent sign. He's, he's around like 14, 15 mil. Yeah. Because so, he, he came, he'd come into um, your team with, well, I mean, I, I never heard of him before. And he's just blown away. He's, he's, he's been awesome for you, hasn't he? Yeah, I, I, I'd never heard of him. I, I was a bit like, when we signed him in Jan, yeah. I was thinking, well, why, why are we signing a, someone that nobody knows? Like, how to, how's he going to play? And, you're right. He just blew up. He, I don't know. He just does his job, and I think that's the best part about it. He's, he, I kind of feel like he's a bit of an old school player. Is he? Is he? Gets, is he like? He's like a holding midfielder, is he? Or is, does he get? Is he? Is he more attacking? He's, he's a bit of both, really, mate. It's a bit weird because he's his role is mainly holding midfielder, but he plays next to Rice. Right. Rice is Rice doesn't get into the box much, and he's he just keeps on. He's a bit of a holding midfielder and then a box-to-box at the same time. He just gets in that box purely yeah. for because his head heading is fantastic. And to be fair, the goal that he scored against Fulham, it was he was in the box. He was the only one in the box with Ben Rama, and it just shows he's meant to be our holding midfield player. He, I think he's class. Yeah. Somebody next to him in midfield. If we ever changed our system for him to be alone holding midfield play, I think he would struggle because obviously he loves to get upfield. But mm. do, you, do you reckon do you reckon he signed for West Ham as a maybe a replacement for Mark Noble? 
No. Uh... Or is that always going to be Declan Rice's role? Yeah, that's always going to be. Well, the thing, to... the thing, this is the thing. You can for, for teams like West Ham, you, you can say that's going to be Declan Rice's role. But I mean, realistically, how long is he going to be there for? He's not yeah, going to be there no, for I long, don't... is he? He's gone in two well, years. Maybe, maybe less than that. Maybe, maybe, less maybe than that. Next, next season, if especially if you if you get if you get Europe this season. Which is, I don't think, is is a long shot. To be honest with you, yeah. I wouldn't. Even, we, it, it's not going to be top four, but no, a Europa League place. Yeah, if 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 we get Europe, I think he stays for one more season because I don't think he can turn down captaining a side in Europe, whether we, you know, do well or not. I think I don't think he would want to leave in that sense. But he's one of those players that is, for me personally. I think he is top class for what he does. And if he does go, it's not going to wire me up. It's not like he's going for a big money move because he wants the money. Mm. You know, he wants to go back to if he's going to be Chelsea. I think we all know that. Mm. That's where he started in the academy. Um, they let him go and he came to West Ham. And, you know, I think Frank likes him. I know he's like best mates with that, uh, Mason Mount and they're always communicating. And that's the thing with footy, you know. Sometimes it's you. If you know people from other teams, they will all help push that move. And if he goes next year, then I've got no complaints about the geezer. He's done class. What do you reckon he's worth? Modern day uh, footballer, as as good as him in in today's transfer market. What do you reckon he'll go for? I think he was going for. Has, a, has no, he got a buyout clause or not? No, 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 no buyout clause. What do you uh, reckon? Not, uh, I'd say. I think it was people estimating around fifty mil, but that's this modern day football, isn't it? Fifty mil. See, that's yeah. that's not really uh, well. It's still expensive, but for some of the players that we've seen being signed in the Premier League, I mean, you look at Pepe for Arsenal. What was he? He was seventy-five million, was he? And he's not even so, getting yeah. in the team now for a free agent off William, which is just crazy. See, no, it is. Same with Maguire, eighty-five. He's a what? He's I think it keeps on getting missed out that, yes, people keep on saying his um, price tag, but people keep forgetting he is the world's most expensive defender. That's crazy, isn't it? <laughs> and there's likes of Ramos and Van Dijk in the game, and you think he's, he is, you look at a list and he's at the top of the fucking list of, yeah. of that, and you're like, how? But Rice, if he, 50 mil would be good. But this day and age, he could go up to 70, 80. I'm not saying he's worth that, but... Uh, like in the Havertz way football's for, going. Yeah, Havertz for Chelsea, he went for, what? He went for quite a lot, didn't he? he? went for so, a bit, but he, didn't he get Bundesliga Player of the Season last season? Or even a yeah, Young Player of the Season, something like that. Yeah, mate, and that's more important. He did so. get Howard the year, top boy. Bigger than anything else in this country. Well, I'm looking at more of that Suchek. You signed him for 19 million. Um, and he got he got the Czech Golden Ball uh, last in in August this year. He's got a few goals for Czech Republic. I didn't realise um, he um, was twenty five. That's not that old, is it? Really? No, and no. Nineteen million this, for a twenty five year old. That's not a bad little signing you got there. So this this Czech Golden Ball is that like Czech? Well, I presume so. Uh, let me. He won it in August 2020. Um, it's a poll of Czech sport journalists from uh, a, a, 
What is it? A newspaper in Czech Republic, Osman. It's not even that big award, Bristow. There you go. Yeah, Bob. Well, <laughs> <laughs> we knew that. It's from the Czech Republic. Yeah, that's true. Um, but saying that, he, he helped bring in the Arno right back as well. Um, I always get his name. <laughs> right. He's, he's not quick, and like you can see that when he plays for us, but his positioning's good, and he can whip at the deep. Even on the bench as well, Snoggy, like, I think he still got a good whip. Yeah. He'll be, he'll be one of those players now that, you know, if we're drawing, maybe he comes on and just, you know, give him the ball and he'll whip it in, I think. But, yeah, like I said, I think West Ham, they've got a good chance of doing something this season. I don't know what. Mm. It's definitely the relegation. The positive from last season. Yeah. But top 10, I don't want to say Europe because, you know, Southampton, Everton, so I can't really think, are we going to finish above them? If we do, then that's, you know, mega. What do you reckon to uh, say Ben Rama? I think he's going to be class. You reckon? Yeah. He, just, he needs a full game. Yeah. Um, I think that should come this weekend against uh, Sheffield United. I think the way that they've been, they ain't even got a win. So, to have someone like him being able to just run at their defence, I think that should help. He should play up front, I would say. he's usually, I know he's usually a winger, but Haller's not good enough. He like, can't keep playing this. Yeah. Fast pace attacking football from when we had Bowen and Toto and uh, four nows. If we if we play Ben Rama up top, I don't see any look. As long as he puts in the work rate that Antonio does, and that is a lot, then should be it should be an issue. But it, I think he's going to be class. Like, people have been saying, is he going to be like on the same level as Pyatt when he was at West Ham? We, we don't know because we didn't really know that Pyatt had that left in him type thing. I know he was still quite young when he joined us, but he didn't really have a good few seasons for Marseille before that. Yeah. So, And when he came to us, that, that season, that he, last season at the bowling ground, was probably one of the best performances I've seen of a West Ham player since I've been following him. Yeah. So I hope that Ben Ross was it, but... Who knows, mate? Who knows with West Ham? Because we are one of the most inconsistent teams I've ever bloody known. <laughs> but with Ben Rama, I remember seeing him a few times in the Championship for Brentford. I remember when he signed for Brentford as well, because um, he, he signed from... Was it Nice they got him from? It was some friend... I'm pretty certain it was Nice. And... Okay. Um, he came in and that first season in championship two seasons ago, he, he blew the championship away. He was quality. Like it was, it was just awesome for Brentford. And then last season, he was even better. Like he was unplayable at times. Um, and it was, it was, it was almost guaranteed he was going to get the Premier League move. I see a lot of Mares in him. I remember seeing Mares in the championship play a few times against uh, Forrest for Leicester. And he's one another one of them players where you just looked at and you knew he was going to do well in the, in the Premier League. Um, and and we saw what Mares did. He well, he won the Premier League with Leicester, and then obviously he's gone to City and and he's a top player for City. 
So, I mean, if if it's going on that, I mean, there's no reason why this lad can't can't reach the heights of Mares. Um, I think he's a similar player to Mares. Um, and like I said, in comparison, he, he I think he'll do really well at this level. Um, and I think you've got a real gem, to be honest with you. What is it? Have you signed him on loan at the moment? And then obviously, it's a view to yeah, a permanent I think, uh, deal. I think- yeah, because he, he was something like he failed his medical, and then we got him on a loan deal, and then it's we should be signing for about twenty five, yeah. a bit more next season. Which again, that's a steal, isn't it? It is a steal, but at the same time, are you going to be? Oh, team's going to be splashing out the cash from championship players, even if they're not championship level. Yeah, it's like a, how much did Villa pay for Ollie Watkins? It weren't. Massive amount, was it, for a player who was bagging in the goals as well? I'm not too sure how much they signed him. To be, I, I, I think oh. it could have been about thirty million. They signed Ollie Watkins for a player off the who's... top of my head. I'm not overly sure, though. To be honest, You're right. I thought it was about thirty mil. But I'm looking at here. I mean... I'm looking at uh, stats uh, from when he signed yeah. into the Championship for Leicester, and he had one season. Um, uh, in in the championship, and he got uh, three goals in nineteen appearances, um, mm. and then obviously he went, he, they got up to the Premier League, and he got seventeen goals for Leicester in that championship winning season, which is incredible. Um, I, I I just think he he could be a uh, Ben Rama could be one of them players for you that uh, takes you I, to the next level where you need to be. Saying that, mate, we, we had that with Payet. Payet was the guy who was going to take us to that next level after that season. And I think it's, you know, it's so simple to see. And it's with other teams like, you know, the Southamptons, Palace, I'd say, maybe in that bracket. There is always, always that one player that will make the team work even harder. You know, Danny Ings, for instance. Maybe you can even add James Ward-Prowse into that mm. Southampton. Make that team work hard. Wilfred Zahar is just a prime example for Palace. Yeah. You know, I think um, I've heard people say before, you take him out of the team, Palace are done. And, it is, and it's true. Like, you take you take Zahar out of that team. You, you can't name anyone who are, who's good. It's a bang average team. No offence to him, but it is, really. Mm-hmm. But um, ben, if Ben Rama does well, mate, it, it would just be absolutely fantastic. We need more players like that. We need more players that are... You know, a bit of a gem, a bit of a, you know, started off low, coming up high type thing. And if we're deadly serious about doing this Europa League, Champions League, you know, trying to challenge for that type of thing, like um, Golden Sullivan said before we moved away from Opton Park, we need to start doing it now. It's nearly five seasons. There's no reason why West Ham can't be competing for that top four place in the next few years. You've got the stadium for it. You've just spent all this money on this new stadium. Um, you've, you've, you're going to have funds from the Premier League. If you want to be serious now, but teams are going to have to start splashing the cash um, to reach that top four level. We've seen it with Wolves. They got promoted from the Championship, spent money, bought in world-class players. Um, and, and you look at where they are now. They're, they're a team that could be competing for top four. Um, you look at Leicester, I know they didn't splash the cash originally when they came up, but they've started spending money now on players that they need because they do sell a lot of players, so they do get a lot of uh, income for them players, but they're still spending money. 
Um, they're a top team. You're looking at these teams now where 10 years ago we had a solid top four in in Liverpool, Man United, Arsenal and Chelsea. It was always them four in the top four. Now, obviously, you've got yeah. your Man City who will always be there now with the money that they've got. But you're getting teams like Wolves, you're getting teams like Everton who are, who have been consistently top 10 team, but they're, they're going to start looking at the top four now with Ancelotti involved. And West Ham need to be in that bracket as well, to be honest with you. And I think they, they're going to be in that bracket of, of, of challenging the top four season in, season out. They've got the right structure for I, it. I have, um, they've, got the right, um, they've got the right structure for it anyway. They're in London. It's 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 a good setup. Yeah, six sixty thousand seater stadium. It, and I know he gets so much stick for the Man United shit happened with him, but Moisey's not a bad manager. We spoke a lot about West Ham. Let's go on about Nottingham Forest, shall we, Cal? Um, yeah. where, where, where do you want to start? Where do I want to start? Well, at the moment, uh, we're sitting 20th in the championship table. Ouch. Not a good start. We had a lot of expectation this season. Um, last season, everyone knows what happened. We fell off uh, from the last five games. I think the last three games were needed. Well, last two games were needed a point. Uh, and we didn't manage to get that, so that was disappointing. Uh, we failed to get the playoffs, a lot of heartache. It was awful to take, horrible to watch. This season started, pre-season, we're all thinking we're going to uh, get the playoffs with ease this season. We should do anyway. I, I certainly thought that. And it's just not been the start that any of us were expecting. Um, we started off the season uh, in the League Cup, losing to Barnsley. Uh, first game of the season, we played QPR, very average side. We lost 2-0. And we just kept on losing. I think the first four four games, I think, we lost. Uh, and then we played Blackburn uh, under a new manager. Uh, Chris Hewton came in. Uh, we beat them 1-0. Uh, and we haven't, uh, apart from, uh, uh, sorry, and then we, we haven't, we've only lost one game uh, since he's been in. Um, we've not been playing the best football at the moment. Um, the past two games, we've had Wickham and Coventry, two very bang average teams in the championship that we should be beating. Um, but yeah, not 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 the start of the season uh, that any any Forest fan was expecting, to be honest. Uh, no, well, after, after last season, I'm just looking at the table here, mate, and it's it's just a bit odd seeing you down there because. You got the likes of Coventry, Wickham, Sheffield Wednesday, but because of their point deduction, QPR, Birmingham, Barnsley. You know they're, they're teams that you, you, you know, you expect to be round that side of the table, and then you see Forest at twenty of you think that they don't, they they're never usually around a. Yeah, they might be around eleventh, twelfth most of the time, but past few seasons you've been kind of around the players, especially last season, which. If I'm honest with you, it was from my point of view, it was a bit of a shambles how you didn't get in there. Even the last game of the season, all yeah. you had to do was um, was it just better Swansea's result, and you couldn't lose. Better Swansea's result, yeah. You lost four one two. Who was it? Stoke, and it's like we lost Stoke, to Stoke and we we had we had I think Barnsley, um, Barnsley away, and we lost think, in the ninetieth minute. I think the worst one though of all those last season definitely was the. 
uh, derby game. You, you yeah. should have won that game with ease. You, you had chances, and then um, that was the turning point last season. After that derby game, it went downhill. It it it, it had such a huge impact on our season. Um, oh, and, and from that game, we were so poor. We were. There wasn't many games where we actually played okay. Like we 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 looked quite good last season. We we were very defensive, um, not very attacking at all. I, I, some of the stats that you that you'd read about us, I think we were one of the worst teams in the league for for chances created in the opponent's uh, uh, box, which is baffling for a team that was trying to go for playoffs. Um, <laughs> It, it was such a strange season because we didn't necessarily play well, but we still had a really good chance of getting the playoffs. And we we just the results out, which was we the, had which is... such a good record against the top five or the top hmm. six. Our, our record was impeccable against the big teams, and it, it just it was baffling to how we how we finished where we did. And and to be fair, it was it was always going to happen. Lamucci was always going to get the chop. Especially yeah. after the start we had this season, it just wasn't working. I don't know what 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 it was. We were signed. We we have signed a ridiculous amount of players. Um, our, our squad is is so big, it's it's baffling, really. What I can say is, this season in the championship in general, I think it's one of the worst championships we've seen for a long, long time. For the simple fact is that, for the first time in a long time, the three teams that got relegated from the Premier League all look like they're going to bounce straight back to the Premier League. Yeah. Um, Watford, yeah, Norwich and Bournemouth, for me, I know Reading are up there at top of the league, but they've slipped off in the past couple of weeks. Hey, Reading have lost, have they lost the past two? I think they've lost, lost the past three. Three, three yeah. games, over. Yeah. And underneath so... Watford, Norwich and Bournemouth on 21-21-20. And you can even, Bristol City there. But I think it's too, it's way too early to see how this table's going to It's form. way too early, but Norwich for me, Watford, Norwich, and Bournemouth all have the best the best teams in that league. And it's weird because you never you, you rarely see even one team get relegated from from the Premier League and and have a really really solid season. It's very rare, unless you know we saw it with Newcastle when they kept going down and, and West Brom, but. You look at uh, you like to Aston Villa. It took them a few seasons to adjust to a championship, um, and 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 for me, it was Stoke another example. For me, this you season to... you've had Watford, yeah. Norwich, and Bournemouth go down, and and they've taken the championship so so good. Like the, how how they're playing, they're playing really really good football. Now, would you, would you say that's because there's no pressure from fans? Because mm. you know there, there's a lot of pre- when you get relegated. Uh, you know, I've had it before West Ham. You've had it before with Forest. But is there pressure when, as soon as you go down, you are you are classed as a favourite to go straight back up? And there is that added pressure from your fans to do the business. Is it helping the likes of Watford, Norwich, and Bournemouth that they're not having that their fans there, or is that just silly to say? I don't think it's that. I think it's the fact that they haven't lost a lot of their teams. Uh, in, yeah, each of them teams, yeah. they've kept their, the majority of their players. You look at Norwich; they've still got Pucky. Um, I know they they sold Max Aaron's, didn't they? But they've still got. Uh, did they sell Max Aaron's? They did, didn't they? He went to Newcastle, didn't they? Um, well, let me, I'm let certainly me, did. Me uh, but apart from that, I'm trying to think who else. Max Aaron's. Oh, it wasn't Max Aaron's. Who 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 no, went he, to Newcastle? 
It was um, uh, Lewis, wasn't it? Yeah, Lewis. So, Aaron's they, is still. Sorry, sure. Aaron's is still there. Well, there's another example. They haven't sold a lot of their players, um, and, mm. and you look at the. So they only sold Lewis realistically. Um, Bournemouth obviously lost Callum Wilson, um, but they've still kept a lot of their team, and they've they've kept their backroom staff from last season. Uh, they've obviously got the assistant manager uh, to to Eddie Howe, who's now taken over as manager. Um, yeah. And in Watford, haven't sold anyone either. They they've kept Deeney. They've kept well, Saar, I mean, who who was linked to some of the biggest teams in Europe, and he's now I mean, playing they, in the Championship. I think they lost two players. Two they lost to Corey yeah. to Everton, then they and they lost Dawson on loan to West Ham. But I don't know if Dawson's a big loss for him. But I this think is it. Corey's a big one. But Corey is, but they, that, they managed to keep a player who's who's been scouted by Premier League and and top clubs around yeah. Europe which is which is good for the championship and it's good for Watford and he is that kind of player that will get Watford back into the Premier League Okay well let me ask you something then Cal last season we'll go back to it quickly if nothing went wrong let's say you beat Derby let's say you beat you didn't lose last minute against Barnsley or uh, what happened last game of the season mm. you think you would have got promoted or do you think that wasn't I said happened? I said to loads of people that I spoke to about Forest last season, I always said if we could creep into the playoffs, look, the playoffs are it's so hard to predict and no one can predict who's going to win them. But in my opinion, we, we were going to be best set for, for the playoffs because we we played so well and I can't stress it enough how, how, how our game was set up to play against big teams. Um, we we put in such strong performances against your Fulham's, your Leeds United, Aston Villas, um, and ex- uh, not Aston Villas. Who, who who went up last season? You had Leeds, Fulham, Fulham and West Brom. And, and sorry, on West Brom uh, away at West Brom last season. It was, I think, near the end of the season when we drew. Matty Cash scored in the late on in the game. We should have won that game. Um, Leeds we drew away Fulham we beat away from home um, I think we'd, we'd done the double over Swansea uh, part, uh, did we do the double over Swansea? I think you drew, I think we Swansea, drew Swansea at home but we beat them away um, so all the teams in, in, in the playoffs apart from Cardiff we, we played really well against um, and I just think we would have done it but we, at the end of the day, we weren't good enough. We were far from good enough. We, we are where we are now. We've got a really good manager in. Chris Hewton's a top, top manager. And I think, I still think we've got a real good chance of getting the playoffs. Uh, we're only seven points off sixth place Swansea. We're 11 games in. Um, since Chris Hewton's joined, we've only lost one game. And that was away at Middlesbrough, who are having a decent season. Under arguably the best manager in the league, Neil Warnock. Um so I think give it give it halfway through the season. We've got a big game, big big game on Saturday. We've got Barnsley away. Very very, we've we struggled there in recent times, but we need to win. It, it is so vital that we win on Saturday, and then because after that the running is absolutely insane. We've got Bournemouth, Swansea, Watford, Reading, Norwich, Brentford, all in a row, yeah. which is just the thing is is that it's. It sounds bad, but a team like Forest, who have actually got a good, good, 
group of players, I don't see that being a bad run for you. If you can get points out of them, then I think playoffs is well. That's the make or know, break. That that period is going to decide where we where we will finish up in the season because if we can get looking at them f- six games. If we can get four wins out of them six, then I think there's no reason why we couldn't be uh, competing near the uh, top end of the championship table. You look at your home games, we've got Watford, Swans, and this is this is where we are going to have to start getting points. We're going to have to make the city ground a fortress. That's all we've got to do. If we can get them victories at home, then there's no reason why we can't be in the playoffs or thereabouts at the end of the season. I think we have we we've got a good team, and this is what's frustrating. We've got some really good players in the team. Um, we've got we've the, the problem is Bristol. We've got such a big squad; it's ridiculous how big our squad is. Um, yeah, you keep you do buy do buy like a, a just a load of players each um, summer window. It's crazy. But we, I mean, we were we last. In the last transfer window, every day we'd be signing a player. There'll be a period of a week where <laughs> we'd have a new player come in. Um, but we have got some top, top players. Anthony Knockhart, for me, is one of the best players in the Championship. Um, he was class for Fulham. I remember when he, we signed him on loan, and I remember reading a few um, comments from Fulham fans. They weren't happy at all that he had gone um, because of how good he was in the Championship and how he's not been given a chance, really, in, in the Premier League for them. Um, obviously Lewis Graben was prolific last season he hasn't hit the heights of, of what he did last season this season but then we've got Lyle Taylor who seems to have come into a bit of form recently he's getting a few goals now, uh, there and there um, and and he, he looks some player to be honest with you I do like the look at Lyle Taylor but we, we'll, we'll see yeah he has been quite yeah, yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll see, soon see but the next the next seven games especially this Saturday are, are huge for our season and it will really determine where where we're going to where we're looking at uh, under Chris Hughes and, and if we are going to be real playoff contenders this season. Uh, if if we can get some wins out of there, then like I said, if we can get four four wins out of the six games, then there's no reason why we shouldn't be looking at the playoffs this season. But with Forest, it's always the same. We need to start beating the teams that are going to be fighting for relegation. Which the past two games we have been Coventry and Wickham in previous seasons are games where we probably would have dropped points. But we looked we looked quite comfortable in both games. So it's promising. Since Chris Hewton's come in, we've looked a lot more promising. And and to be honest with you, I can only look up the table and think we should be or could be there by the end of the season, to be honest with you. Well that's a that's a good thing about the championship. You you can win a few uh teams around you could drop points and then you you're near the playoffs. I think I remember when West Ham were in the Championship last time, and we were cruising to that winning that league, and then uh, Reading went on an absolute mad streak, yeah. and um, they they went on and won the league, and it it's just it's it that would never happen in the Prem, but in the Championship it, it could happen. You know, Forest could do it. Any team could do it, apart from Rotherham. Any team could do it. Mm. But um, I'm not just saying that because Jordan Chambers supports them, but. I'd, well, yeah, they, they are pretty crap to be honest with you. But look, look, looking at the championship this season, like I said before, Watford, Norwich, and Bournemouth—all three of them will be two out of them. Three will cover the uh, one and two. Uh, two of them will get automatic promotion. I can put 
money on it, to be honest with you, because they, they have them three have got far better teams than the rest of the championship. Yeah. But like I said, there's no reason why we couldn't be up there uh, come the end of the season. Um, it's going to be interesting to see if Lyle Taylor can keep up his form. And for Forrest, you know, it is the next seven games are so vital this season. Um, and it will determine uh, how well we're going to do. And it, it's flying by already. We're already 11 games in. I can't believe how quickly this season's going. I know, it's already. crazy, isn't it? What I would like to say about Forrest is I'd like to see us go on a bit of a, a cup run this season in the FA Cup. So that'll be nice to see. I'd, I'd, I'd really like us to give it a go this season. Um I say that every season about West Ham. We just yeah. To... When was the last season cup run you had? I'm trying to think now. Last season you got knocked out by who? Oxford. Uh, the season, the last season of Upton Park, we uh, got to the quarterfinals at a second leg game against. Uh, oh, sorry, not a second leg, a replay against Man United. Yeah. We lost two one. That that was probably our biggest run. And we we've had games where we should have won, um, but. I won't go into some of those games, but uh, yeah, I, I want a good run. I, I think West Ham can get a good run. I think Forest can as well. You know, there's teams that have had massive runs. Lincoln's probably the the biggest one who had a great run in the in the FA Cup when no one thought they were going to do anything. Yeah. So we never know, mate. You know, we could see a West Ham Forest final. I mean, it, you'd love to so. see it, wouldn't you? I'd love to see. It. I'd love to. Gets a big get a bit of revenge on well, Forest. Five nil. Five nil against five the reserves. Yeah. Easy five nil as well. Yep. Really got on. Adrian and goal. Adrian, Liverpool goalkeeper. Super Cup winner. Now he's a fucking Premier League champion. Premier League champion, <laughs> Super Cup winner. Simple as that. I'm fucking real. Right. Um, well, cheers, Gal. This has been a good episode just talking about our teams. Yep. Uh, we have got. Three shows on a weekly basis now on the Force of Podcast. We've got a midweek show with European football hosted by Callum Cameron. Yeah. We have got a prediction show every Friday night uh, talking about how our teams are going to get on and the rest of the Premier League, I'd say, hosted by Callum Pettit. And then the Sunday show, a bit of a review show, speaking about how our teams got on, how we feel, how um, the rest of the football in well got on as well, and that will be hosted by yours truly. Um, the rest of the lads, I think, are doing the same as what me and Callum has done. We got uh, Brad Cowan Zach speaking about Man United, and they've got uh, a lot to speak about because that uh, club's in a bit of a ruckus at the minute. Um, Jordan might do a Rotherham one if they've got any history, who knows? And I think Shiz is doing a yes. Arsenal one. Uh, the Arsenal. But, uh, yeah, thank you very much for listening, guys. Uh, I am Tom Bristow with Callum Cameron. And thank you very much.